0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, dum-dums? It's your good friend Colin here. Today's show is brought to you by Amazon.com. And why is it brought to you by Amazon.com? Because if you go to the Mazodcast website and click on the Amazon banner, we get a sweet, wet taste of them dollar bills. So if you're purchasing drugs or prostitutes or, well, anything else you can get on Amazon, I assume all those things are available, do it through the Mazzotcast Amazon banner. And let us wet our beak. M-I-Z. Gonna
1: throw it. Slam. it. Slam. This bugs for you, Mizzou. Johnson and he's gone touchdown Missouri. You don't get no better than that man. Lock deep near side Jamon Moore. It's a foot race 82 yards. Touchdown Missouri. Boy look at Crockett run. It's his fourth touchdown run of the day.
0: This is the MazzotCast. Howdy, Tiger fans, and welcome to the MazzotCast. Coming to you live from downtown St. Louis at Game 6 Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, I'm your host, Brendan Anthony. With me, as always, is Michael Porter Jr.'s back masseuse, Colin Anthony. What's up, them ones? And Michael Porter Jr.'s personal groin masseuse, Caleb Bungard. (laughs) Hello, kids. So, fellas, uh, it is the SEC tournament, and uh, it's Friday night. And uh, Missouri's not here. Missouri's done already.
1: But we're still here.
0: (laughs) We are here, and we've had a few beers, and we're ready to have our first live show. So, Colin, Caleb, what did you think about the Missouri-Georgia game? I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank Mizzou for getting knocked out early. Mm -hmm. Make sure that uh, everyone from Columbia would drive home a night before we did this. Big
1: (laughs) Big Blue Nation would like to thank them for their tickets. Yeah, thank you for all the
0: Kentucky fans here. Yes. Oh, fucking Missouri. So, the... uh, The game was a big, fat turd. That's going to be no surprise to anyone. But uh, the big news before the game was the reappearance of Michael Porter Jr. Before he, I don't know what he spent, three months off? He's played two minutes versus 118 days. Yeah, (laughs) 118 days off. Not that I was counting. Played uh, two minutes versus Iowa State and then reappeared for the first game in the uh, SEC tournament. And when he came into the game, Mizzou fans were too mescent. I was. Caleb, how was your erection?
1: I came. Like a
0: diamond in an ice storm. Multiple.
1: (laughs) At work. I was at work. Yeah. 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 That
0: cat couldn't scratch it. That one knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's seen one or two. Yeah. It's It's a guy guy with a beard, (laughs) Colin. Yeah. Well, you say guy. Yeah. Well, MPJ, he played, and uh, he was clearly rusty. It looked like he hadn't played basketball in a very long time. Uh, but he's still better than I would be yeah he's better than Cullen Van Leer yeah uh, well C- that's true and Cullen Van Leer got hurt prior to the game which we already had a very small amount of people on the team after some of them touched boobs the, uh, <laughs> some of <them> <laughs> <laughs> proof being that Cullen Van Leer had been playing well, like Rao Coopin. got to
1: play during this game. Yeah. Rao and Cullen Van Leer
0: played basketball on this basketball team, which speaks to the fact that they had no one to play basketball. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., I think he had, what, 10 points, 12 points? 12 points, 8 rebounds, almost a double-double. That's right. It, despite the fact that I think he had it was 3 for 10 from the field, everything he put up was short, and uh, the talk during I know the that game. The yeah. <laughs> the talk during the game was that he might have affected the team's chemistry. What did you guys think about the team's chemistry? We always thought that was a bullshit argument. All yeah, that's
1: really horseshit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the real you topic, know what affects the team's chemistry? What's that, Caleb?
1: When uh, your three veterans shit down their leg during the game. That's right,
0: Cassius Robertson, Jordan Barnett, and Kevin Purrier both were big fat turds. Well not
1: all both, all three.
0: Yeah, all three yeah. were big, fat turds. Yeah, Kevin Barnett's been doing this all season. He's just this ghost. He's a disappearing act. He just disappears. Jordan
1: from... Barnett or Kevin Barnett? What Kevin Purrier. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jordan. Kevin
0: Purrier and Jordan Barnett are both terrible, terrible basketball players, depending on the night. Yeah, And then they're awesome, awesome basketball players. We, we can't afford all three of them to be terrible basketball players, but, but all three of them were. Yeah. And yet, we still only lost that game by two points. I think the interesting thing was we were we had the last shot for the game and like three times uh, yeah that's you true. got Michael Porter who misses the first three there's an immediate putback shot for uh, Cassius who mm-hmm. he of course misses and then uh, Cassius gets a, a a beautiful play run to him, yeah Conzo up a, a time wide play. open mm-hmm. and he of course misses it so we had three shots to tie or win the game with 11 seconds left Conzo opted to go for the win. Uh, drew up a really nice play to get Cassius the open look, which I'll, I was telling you off air that uh, Cassius didn't have many good looks throughout that game. I mean, obviously he wasn't hitting very well, but he didn't give him a lot of opportunities to, to throw up I uncontested think, shots. You
1: know, Geist had a lot of open looks and he missed. <laughs> well,
0: that's what guys does. <laughs> I think the uh, with yeah. Cassius, I think the offense has been basically running through him the entire season. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about team chemistry, but I know that... I saw Mizzou run a lot of plays, and those plays seemed to run through the Porter brothers. And I think that Konzo, at least in the first half, may have been guilty of leaning too hard on the plays to the Porter brothers. When you know you got to dance with the one who brought you. Mm -hmm. I mean, they didn't seem to run anything to Cassius, right? And uh, you know, as a result, he was sort of ice cold all game. Yeah. Well, the thing about running the plays through the Porter brothers, which they did, was that they seemed to play them. Even though it's a six ten kid and a six eleven kid, they ran those plays as guards. They were consistently on the outside of the of the you know the three point line and shooting up long shots. There was very little inside play for both guys, even though they're they're big big players. Well, but, I'll say this about Jonte Porter and Jonte was the player of the game, and uh, he's right, he obviously had 20 points. obviously extremely talented. But as a five ten white guy with zero athletic ability, I'm as tough in the paint as he is i mean he is soft i don't know about that no i'm i'm pretty co- i'm pretty convinced <laughs> well <laughs> brennan you're you know what you're right brennan I've it's hard worked to know you with the paint before it's hard
1: it's hard, don't, to, don't it's hard to
0: know that because jante doesn't go into the paint and bang you no. know what i mean if he's gonna do a little jump shot he's gonna shoot threes i mean at six eleven, jante is he is a small forward guard i mean mm-hmm. that's the way he plays and God love him when he scores 20, but Tillman is the only true post player we have, and that motherfucker can't stay out of foul trouble. He did a better job than purrier who fouled out with 10 minutes left in the fucking game. Can we say motherfucker
1: on the live show? I don't know. Yeah. We're going to have to
0: ask the uh, bar staff about that. Yeah. Can we oh, say motherfucking motherfucker? Yes, that's right.
1: Yeah. Bane didn't
0: shake his head mm-hmm. right there. attention. Yeah. No. <laughs> the owner does yeah. not care. That's no, right. We're good. Colin, Caleb, I wanted to talk about. Can I talk about my white nationalist views? Since nobody's
1: paying attention, you <laughs> don't have any that I'm aware of. So, go ahead and say no. Let me circle my... that
0: back to the Porter brothers. Did, Colin, did you not notice my white kak, my white shirt and khakis? Yeah, I did. I, red. I didn't. When I saw your Tiki torch. I didn't know why you brought that. <laughs> um, so, Michael Porter Jr. Obviously, the talk of the, I've never heard the SEC Network talk about Missouri so much as when Michael Porter Jr. When it was announced that he was going to play. He was clearly rusty, like we said before. But he was A rusty trombone. The thing about bringing him in for this game was we had bitched and moaned about him not coming in immediately after yeah, he was cleared like, by his doctor, and everybody said we were morons because it, you no know no it just because that. he hasn't been cleared. Okay, everyone said that. Um, <laughs> but but he was clearly rusty. Why didn't they knock the rust off the last three games of the regular season? Which didn't matter. I mean, the Arkansas win was good. Well, I think it yeah, helped us. He There's,
1: needed a slump buster.
0: Yeah, yeah but the slump buster a was a fat George? girl? Yeah. Okay, well, he could have done that. So but
1: Arkansas <laughs> would have been the fat
0: girl. Arkansas always is the yeah, fat girl. Yeah, they should
1: have let him fuck Arkansas.
0: I agree wholeheartedly. Instead of Georgia. Well, if he's not related to Arkansas, he's not allowed to fuck her. But the, um, the fact remains. That it depends on who you believe, because Conzo was obviously Donald getting Trump. getting <laughs> no Conzo, Conzo. Oh, okay. He was obviously getting frustrated with the Porter questions, and at some point said, "When Michael Porter Jr. feels ready, he will play." Right, and kind of put it back on Michael Porter Jr. because I think Conzo is probably like sick of being blamed for him not playing. So at some point, Conzo uh, was like, "Fuck it, the kid wants to play, he can play," and that put some pressure on Michael Porter Jr. to suit up and do it. But it was a stupid plan to play him the first round. No, it was of the SEC. Terrible, it's a terrible, terrible plan. Imagine I mean, he gets, whether it's Conzo's it's plan or it's Michael Porter Jr.'s plan. It's a terrible plan. How does There's this, no argument. That's a terrible plan. How does this game go if we played Michael Porter Jr. five minutes against Kentucky and 10, 15 minutes against Arkansas and then play him in this first round we game? We win by 45. I'm, I'm confident <laughs> saying that. Well, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. played poorly, and he still had, like you said, almost a double-double. 12 double. points and eight rebounds. Yeah, and that's a bad Michael Porter Jr. What does a good Michael Porter Jr. look like? I don't know. The problem we haven't seen yeah. it yet. That's the problem. As bad as we played against Georgia, we were one bucket away from and winning they stole that fucking those, game. They stole another appearance for Michael Porter Jr. for Mizzou fans to enjoy. That's right. Tonight, Two more games. Tonight, Kentucky played Georgia, and one uh, obviously one big. You know, I mean, they could easily kick our ass. Why did they have to kick Georgia's ass? Uh, There were a lot of cousin fucking Kentuckians here in town. (laughs) No offense to you all who uh, fit that category tonight. But, God almighty. It is just, like you said, it stole a game. If we'd have just played Michael Porter Jr. two games, I think he would have... You could have counted for two or three more buckets, and thus a win. Well, I think part of what frustrates me is that you've got Michael Porter Jr., you've got your last game at home against Arkansas, who is a, a rival, maybe a foist rival by the SEC, but a rival nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Even though Michael Porter's not playing, he's not playing for Mizzou in Mizzou Arena. Well like no. that's that, that opportunity has left.
1: He hadn't fist bumped Kwonzo at that point. He had to have the fist bump.
0: Oh, the
1: fist bump was the key. Yeah. He came into the office, fist bumped him and that sealed the deal. He hadn't fist bumped him yet. You can't play until you fist bump your coach. Really? Yeah, that's rules. Well, I wish
0: you'd have brought that up about halfway through the season.
1: Yeah. Well, everybody knows that. I don't know why you two don't fucking know this. <laughs> so, why didn't Michael Porter Jr. fist
0: Conzo Martin? Didn't, that's what we saying. Because if it feels good, do it. We're we talking about fisting or fist bumping? Both. Getting confused. Both. They are different things. What are we right? talking about?
1: I don't know. Colin has big gloves on. So it's I a know.
0: live show, folks. Welcome to St. Louis.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> so, obviously, Missouri finished the season, I think, 20 and 12. Uh, the talk about Mizzou, despite the losses, that they're looking at. Lenardi has Missouri as an eight seed in the tournament. That seems crazy to me. I, I almost hoped that they would get bumped down to a 10 seed. So we so we have it. Mizzou's looking at a tournament game, which could be Michael Porter Jr.'s final. I guess any game at this point could be Michael Porter Jr.'s final game in a Mizzou uniform. The question is, what about Jonte Porter now? Is that there's have been a lot
1: moved up to the twelfth pick of the draft. Can you believe that?
0: I mean, no, because he is soft as church music. <laughs> I mean, he's been playing his best basketball the last five games of the year. I hate to agree with Colin. but He's Everyone big. And he's talented. But he doesn't bang, and he's going to have to bang in the NBA he's because six eleven and he can't dribble, so there, there's no yes. place for him. <laughs> Does a six eleven guy need to dribble? No, that's that's my point. Is like he is a tried and true post player. Yeah, and at the NFL or NFL at the NFL level, Brennan, <laughs> Yes, John T's not going to. Make he's the NFL going to be NFL asked to bang. Caleb, are you, you know eating, what I'm talking about? <laughs> Caleb, are you <laughs> eating some official Game Six Honky Talk olives? They right are
1: now? delicious, folks. You got to go back and get some. Three
0: for all Mazadcast fans. Well, come olives. up here and get your cocktail olives. Hey, get your dick skitters off those. <laughs> Colin, you want your uh, you want in on this party? I do. Yeah, all right, Colin gets gets an olive. No so, one else wants him now. The, I tell you what, no. though. Colin
1: dropped, Colin fucking dropped olive. the fucking olive. And he's blaming <laughs> Cassius <laughs> Robinson for missing yeah. that fucking shot. Colin can not even eat an olive. Nice pass, Geist. <laughs> 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 I will
0: eat it off the floor. Why'd you throw that away? Oh, yeah, terrible. Don't let terrible. Well, I, I'm going to circle back to the earlier okay, in the game. Olives. Every single Mizzou fan in the world had an erection, even the ladies, <laughs> when Porter came in 17 minutes ago in the first half. Then the very early in, Jonte had a little give and go to Michael Porter. Jr. You've seen the ladies soak their socks. They <laughs> soak their socks. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, it, everything looked good. And we, we have not even mentioned in this game, we started the game off 10-0, to 0. Ten uncontested points, and then we proceeded. Well, to I thought we were going to roll them. Oh, everybody did. It looked like it looked like the dreams we've all been having for the last year since the firing of Kim Anderson. Whenever uh, we led Georgia ten to nothing in the first round in fucking Missouri, the fucking tournament is here, and we shit this bed. Well, shitting the beds what we do. Yeah, it's very Mizzou esque, and so here we sit in St. Louis, talk about a team that's that's already back in Columbia. Yeah. At, as as are all their fans. Mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. is waiting for that groin massage, Caleb. Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. I'd, I'm going to go rub it. Caleb has soft hands. So let's talk. I'm about am going use image. like a buffer, like a Ryobi buffer. Thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ryobi,
1: huh? Yeah, Ryobi <laughs> brand. First, Caleb brings <laughs> out sponsor, the Copper Chef. Sponsored by Ryobi. <laughs> <laughs> Copper Chef, Ryobi, in Game Six, on mm-hmm. the song. Yeah, all food cooked at Game Six is cooked in a Copper Chef.
0: By the way, I'm having a nice schlafly white lager. As am you, I. Yeah. What are you drinking, Caleb?
1: Uh, I'm out. Actually, he's uh, drinking chew spit. Somebody, somebody do something about this. I, I have a chew spit cup, a heavenly body, something golden wheat, mm-hmm. just sitting here unopened, and I just drank my schlafly.
0: And he's got a mint Copenhagen long cut. Yeah,
1: yeah I, Copenhagen. If I can get a sponsorship, it'd be great.
0: Mm-hmm. Send all. I'll your- take
1: skull uh, mint extra. Also, JB loves that.
0: Okay, so yeah. we got skull or Copenhagen. If you are listening. Uh, send it to Caleb.
1: Or any free stuff. Like That's right. Just we'll take it, it all. We'll bring all comers.
0: So, guys, let's yeah, that's look. Yeah,
1: Caleb's motto. Take it all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, let's look forward for the Tigers because we are out of this current tournament, but we are going to the selection Sunday. We're going to find out where we sit in the NCAAs. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is well-rested and got all the rust knocked off from his 25 minutes of play during the tournament. What are your expectations for this team?
1: Well, I hope they get put in Kansas's bracket.
0: Yeah, oh, I, I mean, we're all amazing, That's the
1: entire, that's all of it.
0: We're yeah, watching we Kansas want. play right now. Can, you know, they're going up against Kansas State. They're leading. It looks like Kansas is going to win this game, unfortunately. Very sad news. But, Kim, Kim Jong-Bill Jell- just sacrificed a goat on
1: the court. If you guys aren't watching. <laughs> yeah. That's right.
0: Fuck Kim Jong-Bill. Um, th- th- I think the hope is that, that we get sided with Kansas in their bracket. Do you think that the selection committee will take that into consideration? That I that Kansas and not played each other. I mean, if they're going to set up brackets for ratings, as I assume they would, based on what the term it is. And Kansas that, has ugly cheerleaders. I want to point that out. Just on <laughs> NCAA is a ratings war. And I would hope that they would bracket, Mizzou,
1: Kansas. Yeah. Well, I was thinking right about seeing if we could get a hold of uh, my godson, Ian, the antler.
0: Ian the and, antler, if you're listening.
1: And have him call the selection committee mm-hmm. and talk to them about putting Mizzou in Kansas's bracket. Because if anybody could do it, Ian's if the one. If Ian the antler. antler calls, we'll just be given the national championship without playing a game. Yes, mm-hmm. probably so.
0: I, I love you, Ian. I want to I hear predictions from you guys right now. Before Selection Sunday, how deep into the NCAA tournament do you think this Missouri team can go with Michael Porter Jr.? Sweet 16. Collins going sweet 16. Caleb?
1: I will uh, say the round of 32.
0: Round of 32? Damn. So does that leave it to me to say Norfolk State all over again? Yeah.
1: No, because we're not a two seed. I guess that's sure true. As long as we don't
0: lose to a team that that's primary major at the college is tractor repair, I would mm-hmm. be happy. So no, we're not going to play Texas A&M.
1: No. Okay. No shit. There goes Derek Grimm. outside no, the Norfolk door. There he's State. got a snake around him. <laughs> Buck Grimm. Oh,
0: <laughs> Grimm. <laughs> all right, guys. So um, Missouri is out, but there are other teams playing right now. So I felt like we should definitely go around the horn with the SEC as we do always.
1: Break our bread and Waffle House, our teams are pretty good. We even play some basketball when Jesus says we should. So pour a little bourbon and repeat right after me. We build a church for Saturdays and call it SEC.
0: Oh, got a little early. Colin, <laughs> as always, we do, we, I, did you bring him, did you bring the, uh your invention to St.
1: Louis? Brendan's trying to dodge so he just came early. <laughs> all that, huh?
0: Yeah. All right. Colin, did you bring him? Yes. Paul, welcome. Let's get started. The Paul Feinbott is with us tonight. I don't agree. Thank you for joining us, Paul. Paul reluctantly came to St. Louis to watch the uh, SEC tournament, despite the fact that he uh, never, ever, ever wants to come here.
1: Well, he's never left the Southeast. This is his There are a lot trip. of places I would really like to visit in this country that I've never been to. Missouri, my high in my life. <laughs>
0: yeah, we know that. He's, he, he, he's never even left my garage. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Missouri uh, is out. We know that. The first round, Georgia came through. We played them. I think they beat South Carolina. So they're now in the quarterfinals. Well, they were in the quarterfinals after Kentucky whooped them, but they went through the Wednesday round. Uh, Good showing by Georgia. I think the tournament team so far to talk about is Alabama. They had to come through a long way as well. Yeah, Alabama's basically doing what I hoped Mizzou would.
1: Yeah, pay absolutely. Colin Sexton money so he would come play for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's easy. So, And Sexton has looked very good. I think Almost had, like a
1: professional that gets paid money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we'll leave that to the FBI, Caleb. Okay. But uh, he had 31 points tonight, dispatched Auburn, and they're going to uh, be playing in the quarter. So... You know, Alabama had played their way into the NCAA tournament. Missouri tried to play their way out of it. We're currently watching the Tennessee uh, Mississippi State game. Tennessee's the two seed, but they're only leading Mississippi State by three as we're recording this. Much better game than the Kentucky Georgia game, where uh, Kentucky just whipped the shit out of Georgia, as we should have. So, um, it, it's everybody's talked about the parody in the SEC this year. There were nine teams that were on the verge of an NCAA berth. And they were all within a game or two of each other in the seeding. And uh, Tennessee, I think, is an interesting story. If they go ahead and lose this game to Mississippi State, that will be the biggest letdown because I think they had hopes of winning this entire thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, Butch Jones is finally – oh, he doesn't coach basketball. Butch Jones doesn't coach
0: basketball? (laughs) Caleb. uh,
1: I forgot Butch Jones doesn't coach basketball, too. He got let go. They took him off the billboard last week. Watching watching Kentucky play basketball
0: would, would lead you to believe that Butch Jones coaches basketball. Yeah, uh, it is a sad, sad thing that Butch Jones is no longer there. But he's he's never coached the basketball team, guys. Uh, I know, I I know that you guys do a lot of prep work before these shows. Uh, but I
1: thought he coached both. That's what you did it to the scene. You I feel like showing the- up
0: early to the to the venue and drinking a lot has
1: hurt the quality of the show.
0: Well, I someone bought a shots prior to this, and I don't think that was any. I'm
1: not wearing help. pants, Kyle.
0: It's Caleb, I know?
1: Yeah, but that, you're, that's no different than a normal show. Visited. <laughs> Your erection is quite. <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad someone can see it. It's visible yet not impressive. My wife's been looking for it for years. It
0: looks like a penis, only smaller. Okay, thank you, Paul. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's a real. Paul sucker. gets it.
0: I passed out from drinking too much. Yeah, yeah, I'm pa- right with you, Paul. Paul is happy to be in a bar.
1: I want some uh, some whiskey. Yeah, we've got some. Where's the drink?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Colin, I wish you hadn't invented Paul to be able to consume alcoholic beverages. We had to be run on something. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to ship that stuff? So, <laughs> so uh, predictions, guys. I want to know who you think will come away with the SEC Tournament Championship Trophy.
1: Alabama. You think Alabama can go all the way? I just want Paul to be my friend. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with the safe choice. I'm
0: going to go with K- Kentucky.
1: am not sure about that.
0: Huh. I See? mean, you say safe.
1: It means... Nick Saban, yeah, he's Nick, a, Saban. Nick Saban. Nick Nick Saban does then. not
0: coach the basketball
1: team. I Safe ball. like a blowjob. with filed he teeth. He I tells believe. Avery Johnson what to do.
0: I don't agree. Avery Johnson is a terrible coach. I have watched enough Alabama basketball to know that they win in spite of that fucking Stone Cold up. Yeah, he's he is not an impressive coach. Uh, I don't. I predict him to have about a three year term before uh, there's no more Avery Johnson Alabama. Paul, knowing that uh, Nick Saban cannot coach the Alabama basketball team, who do you think will win this tournament? That.
1: He Kentucky.
0: could coach him, Kentucky. All right, Paul has a, a sense about him. Yeah. It's because he sleeps
1: with your wife. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: you're, you're right about that. <laughs> oh, Paul, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Like I so we could have eight to nine teams in from the SEC, which I think might be a record because the SEC traditionally, not a strong basketball conference, but they've been better and better over the last three years. South Carolina was a Final Four team last year. They were they lost in the first round on Wednesday. They're, They're this terrible. Year. They are terrible. It's amazing the turnaround. And uh, you know they are coached by a Soprano's mobster. I don't know if that helped them last year or if hurt them this year. But Frank Martin is a, a terrifying man to look at. And his suits are always oversized. Yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how that has to do with anything. Whatever, whatever size they say his suits are, he's like, he give looks, me one
1: size bigger. He looks mm-hmm. like the bad guy off Grand Theft Auto. Every I one of those it. games. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. exactly what Frank Martin reminds me of. I love him, actually,
0: though. You're a big Frank Martin fan. I love Frank Martin. He just yeah. loves Grand Theft Auto. Yeah.
1: You're right about that. It's the yeah. guy that kills the hookers. I'll that thought. Of. My favorite character.
0: <laughs> that character. You is guys huge. have so much in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's, Colin. Let's put Paul away. Um, it was tough enough to drag him out here, but I'm kind of sick of him. Uh, he's been drinking a lot. So, Paul, thank you for joining us here in St. Louis for our first live show. Thank you, Mizzou Cast Podcast. <laughs> no, put him away, Colin. Yeah. All right. Fellas, one thing we always do every single episode, and this is going to be no different, is that uh, I have prepared for everyone a little bit of Kansas news. So are you all prepared for a little Kansas news? I Kansas am. Is about, it. Kansas
1: just wrapped it up, 83 to 67. Against have they elected King. a 16-year-old as governor yet? Nobody's definitely on the ballot. No, it's so. a dog. <laughs> I, I heard a German Shepherd took the lead in the polls in Kansas for
0: He's the most qualified candidate. Yeah, all he f- right,
1: he fucked a colleague, gained seven points last week. Least that he's on shit.
0: All right, all right, here it is, Kansas news.
1: This is Kansas news.
0: First story of the day, rejected Kansas man urinates in co-worker's water bottle. (laughs) A Kansas restaurant worker is accused of urinating in a co-worker's water bottle after a woman rejected his advances. Prosecutors charged Conrad Cruz Perez of Topeka, Kansas with adulterating a substance with bodily fluids. Deputies were called to the restaurant after an employee reported that a baker was harassing her. I know that we're supposed to be shitting on Kansas in this segment, but who hasn't urinated in a woman's drink that has rejected him? I will say me. I'm going to throw my hand up right there.
1: Did you even go to college, Brendan?
0: (laughs) According to the complaint, the woman noticed several times that the water bottle she keeps at work tasted like urine. Okay, we need to stop the presses right there. She said several times she noticed the water bottle tasted like urine. You keep drinking. Who goes back to the water bottle? Call me crazy. Maybe I'm a germaphobe, Colin. Yeah, but after my water bottle tastes like urine the first time, you're not. I maybe I'm done with that water bottle. <laughs> I've seen the prostitutes you have sex with. You are definitely not a germaphobe. <laughs> okay, well, let's keep that under our hat. Uh, <laughs> but she went right back to that thing and hoping if she kept washing it, it would keep not tasting like urine. Sadly, it did. The complainant, Cruz Perez, denied tampering with the woman's water bottle, but later admitted to once urinating in the bottle because the restaurant was too busy for him to use the bathroom after investigators suggested they might conduct DNA testing on the container. You know, when you're on the schoolyard playground, you pull the pigtails of a girl you might like. That's right. And when you become an adult, you piss inside her water bottle. (laughs) But I think ultimately... It's a cliche for a reason, The point is, at the end of the day, you're doing it to tell a girl you really think she's something special <laughs> yeah
1: you're supposed to peanut her
0: right yeah I want to know what the you're in Kansas yeah. I want to know what the end game on this was because he was obviously trying to take her on a date and maybe make sweet sweet love to her she said no so he pissed in her water bottle apparently repeatedly and, and then he, she had sex with him was he, was he thinking that would be the next step like you know, I'm, you know what this guy's bold he takes action I kind of like what he brings to the table he's Trump-esque he likes a golden shower or two
1: <laughs> that's a legend <laughs> <laughs> and this story was written by the Kansas City Star, which yeah, is located sure. in Missouri, mm-hmm. because they use the word "adulterating." They they That's don't true. use words like that. In Kansas, That's far oh, too many don't. syllables. No, here. no, sure. no. Uh,
0: Chris Stop. Perez's de- attorney denied comment. Declined he has an comment. How about that? Well, he, he is a dog running for state governor, so uh, I don't know if you, I don't <laughs> know if he has passed the bar exam. Uh, is his name Sal? Guys, <laughs> I want to, I want to do a little something here, unique. I want you, pet, what, what age do you think this Cruz Perez was? He, worked, he was a baker at a restaurant. A baker? He was a baker. Okay. So uh, maybe we got a Panera Bread. I know these St. Louisans here prefer the St. Louis Bread Company. But I think in this case, same let's, com- let's distance ourselves and say Panera. It's yeah same deputy. Same deputy. See, Don't, don't let them fool you. Yeah. Either way, if you want to pay $14 for a slick meat sandwich, <laughs> this is the place you go. <laughs> Colin, take a stab. How old do you think a guy who urinates in a water bottle in the kitchen of his restaurant is? He's 56 years old. The Muffin Man is 42. All right, fellas, the correct answer is Conrad Cruz Perez was 47. Pretty damn close. close, guys. I think yeah. you know your are Yeah. All right, next story. Kansas aviator Amelia Earhart is now an inspiring Barbie doll. Mattel has announced three collectible Barbie dolls based on historical inspiring women for International Women's Day on Thursday, and one hails from Kansas. Kansas aviator Amelia Earhart, famous for crashing. you <laughs> um, <laughs> don't a like Kansas. pilots that crash. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is
0: now a Barbie, along with Mexican artist and activist Frida Kahlo and Catherine Johnson, the NASA mathematician who worked... Uh, yeah. So let me get this straight. There's a terrible lesbian pilot right? <laughs> as a Barbie doll, allegedly.
1: <laughs> and they found her this week, actually. I Nothing saw.
0: says Barbie brand like a lesbian aviator who crashes. Uh, so yeah. yeah, so the the... Johnson for, you who know how they she was a lesbian, Brendan? Go ahead and tell me, Colin. <laughs> it's because when they found her bones, they were inside of a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: fascinating. Uh, okay, Mattel did a survey of 8,000 moms around the world and found that 80 moms no. <laughs> 86% are worried about the type of role models out there for their daughters these days. As a brand that inspires limitless possibility for girls Barbie will be honored <laughs> honoring its largest lineup of role models for International Women's Day because we know that you can't be what you can't see Lisa McKnight, Senior Vice President and General Manager for Barbie said. Earhart was a groundbreaking pilot when she disappeared on July 2nd, 1937 while attempting to fly around the world. Her disappearance over the Pacific Ocean remains a mystery and the subject of speculation and conspiracy theories to this day. Throughout her career, the Barbie website reads, Amelia courageously challenged conventions of the times. She broke... Like penises and vaginas. Yes, that's right. She broke... It was a convention of the time. Yeah. She broke and set aviation records for women in 1937. In what would have been a world record-making flight, to be the first woman to fly around the world, Amelia Earhart had her plane vanished without a trace. Born in Kansas in 1897, Earhart exuded a spirit of adventure, even as a young child. We, like, get me the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. She's smart. Yeah, I think that inspired her to fly around the world was get out of Kansas. We honor that young, adventurous girl later becoming the first female aviator with this lifelike doll featuring period-specific pilot attire, a courageous, fearsome stare, and luscious pert D-cup breasts. <laughs> <laughs> does she menstruate? <laughs> her legacy lives on and inspires women with bodies we find acceptable to soar in their own adventures. What adventure.
1: kind of superpowers does she have? <laughs> well, I think... <laughs>
0: I think the power of not having nipples is
1: every Barbie superpower. I mean, they should have given that doll to, like, Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's got, like, the superpower of uh, giving Michael Douglas cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Her vagina can give you cancer. We learned that from Michael Douglas.
0: Yes. Cunnilingus is a dangerous affair. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you eat too much box, you'll get Yeah, that's uh, cancer.
0: That's new to the I show. This I is have. the kind of analysis I'm, we bring here at <laughs> I Mazzadka. That's
1: dr- the message. I'm,
0: Don't eat pussy. I'm just drunk and off something. <laughs> right now. We have half our audience who vehemently disagrees with that. Yeah. All right. Not half. E-cigarette's battery explodes in Kansas man's pants. A Kansas man is suing the Wichita vaping shop after he says a spare battery for his e-cigarette exploded in the front pocket of his pants. Daniel nickel. (laughs) Daniel Anderson. It's funny you should say nickel, Colin. Daniel Anderson suffered chemical and thermal burns to his left leg and hands caused by fire and heat that rolled out of the lithium-ion battery, which he Bought at Big East Vapor Shop in Wichita. Um, so he's claiming that his leg and hand was burned while something blew up in his front pocket. Yeah. I feel like he's leaving something
1: yeah, ominously out. And plus, there's only two people who should be allowed to vape. Leo DiCaprio, Dave Chappelle. Everybody else leave it alone.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> the more you know.
0: Anderson was carrying a spare battery, his car keys, and coins in his left pocket of his pants while he was at work. When the metal items touched, it caused a short outside the battery. The battery then experienced thermal runaway causing an explosion. Thermal runaway is when internal heating and energy release can cause the battery to overheat. Anderson is suing Biggie's Vapor Shop, which sold him the battery, for $75,000 in damages. The lawsuit contends the companies knew or should have known the design was defective and was dangerous for use. Nobody thinks twice about putting a battery in their pocket. You have an extra one, that's where it goes first, said his lawyer. The FDA on its website says to keep loose batteries in a case in their pockets so they don't come into contact with metal objects. At least one other lawsuit with similar allegations has filed a suit in Sedgwick County against Biggie's paper Vapor Shop. My client had no idea he shouldn't put it in his pocket, and there are many other consumers out there who have been seriously injured just like him. There are ser- safer alternatives that should be sold. Like cigarettes. Yeah, the burns in my leg has changed my life. I can no longer physically function... The way I used to, said Anderson. You can't take his old lady to Poundtown, is what he's alluding to. Yeah, although he claims his junk was not injured, I find that hard to believe. It is hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, so, drop bombs. I'm pretty, and,
1: uh, I'm pretty sure Big E's is owned by Rodney Edwards, too. <laughs> <laughs> Big e. If you want to sue anybody, shout out. Sue, sue Rodney. <laughs> Big E's in Kansas. <laughs> Love you, Rodney.
0: <laughs> so, uh, final story again is the Kansas basketball game. The team we all hate uh, has advanced in the Big 12 tournament, the worst of all the Power 5 conferences. Fuck you to Kansas State for losing to Kansas and not giving us. Animal Ampo To talk about tonight The worst The least we could do Is have something To talk about About Well Bruce Weber Is the most impotent coach I've ever seen Yes Bruce Weber hasn't gotten dead. Hard since nineteen seventy. Who do you like Do you hate Weber more Or do you hate Snyder more Colin or as you call him Schneider Schneider Well I don't know I mean I can respect the fact That Snyder does cocaine Right Because Daddy likes him
1: Quinn not Bill
0: Yeah mm-hmm. Quinn likes him Some cocaine Daddy like Daddy like uh, speaking of cocaine
1: Let's do a bump I think it's let's, do right. let's, no, let's do take a break. bump Yeah <clears throat> Secondly People like that Brendan this week Did the top five Mizzou Tigers of all time Right And for some fucking reason did On Saturday incu- Down South Yeah Saturday right. Down South Shout out to you guys yeah. Didn't include Ricky Clemens Or Chip Walther Or Sammy and Sammy and Haley I'm Yeah Haley the Haley twins oh. Or
0: Monty Harge That's a true omission Speaking so, of the
1: devil Caleb Yes it's, re, it's time. Re fuck Do you think it's time, Caleb? It's time. It is time for the Money Arch Necrol Player of the Game. All right.
0: This is a segment we bring to you during basketball season to celebrate the best player. And why do we call it the Money hall or Player of the Game, Colin? Because
1: Monty Hart's neck roll is absolutely magnificent. <laughs> the only neck roll that beats it is the Kelly Graham neck roll. <laughs> no one even knows who that is. Yes, and it looks like two Oscar Mayer Wieners fighting to get out of a bag. You know? <laughs> Continue to
0: mention people. No one knows Caleb.
1: <laughs> I will.
0: So who's it going to be, fellas? Uh, Missouri lost the game. We looked like dog shit. But we'll we got say Jordan name. Barnett. <laughs> Are you? Now, no, it's it. obviously Jonte Porter. Yeah, Jonte Porter uh, scored 20 points. He was the only thing that kept us alive in that game. And uh, honestly, if we'd have let run the last second play to Porter instead of Cassius, I would have been accepting of that decision. Although, I mean, I understand what we did, given that Cassius has led us to the point we are now. But Porter looked great. I mean, and it honestly could buy him a draft pick slot. It's hard to pick anybody but Jonte because nobody – barely anybody else scored double figures. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean you talk about Porter Jr. scoring twelve, but he did that on like twenty thousand shots. Yeah. My frustration with this game ultimately is with Jordan Barnett. Mm-hmm. I mean you talk about a guy who on a given night can score twenty five points, who will just literally fucking disappear for fucking huge stretches. Yeah, not just huge stretches of games, but the like seasons, yeah. At a time. This team lacks somebody who's aggressive. Mm-hmm. Who wants to take the ball and be the man? Mm-hmm. And that John Porter or Michael Porter Jr. is that guy. He wants to do that, and Jonte will step up to that plate once in a while, but, and Cassius will stop him. Step up to that plate once in a while, but ultimately at the end of the day, we have got a team full of role players who yeah. are waiting for someone else to take the lead. Tell so what, we don't have is a team full of guards. No. No, ultimately, in the day, Missouri's going to have trouble with any team that has athletic, long guards. Because M- Missouri, when we make it to the NCAA, Colin. Is Rao going to guard somebody who's super athletic? I tell you what, Rao is not going to take a fucking shot. He got a lot of minutes in that Georgia game, and he was scared to put it up to the bucket. He did is take Geist, a shot and missed it. He was done after that. This guy's going to guard somebody who's athletic in front of him. I mean, our biggest problem right now is that when you have long, athletic crafty guard play, our kids just can't stack up. They can't play defense. Georgia dribble-penetrated all night long. Oh, and we we don't close on those three-point shots. No, we sure don't. Fuck that. Who needs to close on people? We need a
1: rebound. We need a rebound. That's just You (laughs) know, for long
0: stretches of the season, we kept saying, man, everybody shoots the lights out when they play us. Well, that was not an accident. That was because they get uncontested fucking shots. And it's because we don't have any guards. And so when we do get to the tournament next week, it's all going to come down to matchups. If we get a team that is an inside team, I think we can bang. We can play. But – if we get a team that has strong guard play, we're going to be fucked and fucked hard, and it doesn't matter who, what seed we're in. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. So uh, it's all going to come down to guys. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So we're going to uh, name a Jante Porter. Jonte Porter is the Monty Harge Neckroll player of the game. Congratulations, Jante. Predictions for, uh, you know. I said Sweet 16. You I said gave some, my predictions. No, I know, but I'm going to ask you about next game, Michael Porter Jr., What does he put up? Points, minutes. What does Michael Porter Jr. do in the first round of his one and only NCAA appearance? Sixteen and nine. What'd you say? Sixteen and nine. Sixteen points, nine rebounds. How many minutes do you think he plays?
1: Twenty-three.
0: Caleb, two. How many points, Caleb?
1: Seventeen.
0: All right, there you go. Seventeen points. You you said sixteen and nine.
1: 69 69, 60, 69. Woo!
0: that guy knows what i'm talking about yeah i see you will mm-hmm. that's right that guy licks beaver i know it <laughs> he's a beaver licking machine but yeah
1: thanks Wolf, i gotta lick out. a
0: blister on it <laughs> all right fellas what else we got to talk about tonight we uh we that's lost it. the game that's it we're going to the ncaa's kansas won it's a shitty shitty fucking weekend Yeah But go Tigers Go Tigers M-I-Z M-I-Z Z-O-U That guy licks beaver I know it Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.